0: Welcome, all you would-be hecklers, to the FozCast, the show where we bring uniquely qualified guests on to share parts of their lives that have shaped who they are today. I'm with the guys, Josh and Shassy. What up, what up? Hey, hey. Today, our guest is entertainment extraordinaire, Tracy. Hello. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you coming on.
1: Thanks for having me. Heck yeah, heck yeah.
0: So we've known each other, Josh, uh,
1: a couple, years, years, couple now.
0: years now, for sure. <laughs> We've shared some stories, some thoughts, <laughs> some experiences together. So I kind of wanted just to get into coming to, come to some of that. Mondays. Yes. <laughs> Turn Tuesdays now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we'll dive in. I mean, just kind of give us, paint a picture of kind of your, your kind of maybe your upbringing, where you came from and kind of how it translated into your early career days. And we'll go from there. We'll get the ball rolling.
1: Okay. So, I mean, I had your very typical suburban life. Um, my parents bought new construction house. Um, well, first of all, they got married young, like right out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, they bought a new construction house in a far out neighborhood called Hanover Park that yeah. had, uh, literally still had a general store, still had, you know, mm-hmm. my dad was from Elmwood Park, my mom was from the South Side of Chicago, Inglewood, to be Inglewood. exact. Yeah, she always says that I get my attitude because I'm half Inglewood. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I had, um, I was homesick, and I had a grand mal seizure. Uh, they mm-hmm. did all the testing, and it turned out they're like, you know, a lot of kids will have a seizure when they're sick. Mm-hmm. So I'd had a grandma seizure. Then I had all these focal seizures. So now I'm having all this flashing light sensitivity. So I automatically think, oh, it just – I've grown into, like, epilepsy. I've, uh-huh. I'm some sort of epileptic. You know, I'm going to go to the doctor and get some medication. So I go, and I call these people, and I go to get my MRI. And – or I go see the doctor, I'm sorry. And this doctor's not paying attention to me at all. I mean, I'm telling him everything about my life. I'm telling him everything I've gone through. Sends me for an MRI. I'm on the way home from an event from Paramount. He calls me, he's like, hey, is it a good time now to talk? No, not really, I'm in the car. Well, anyway, so I just mm-hmm. wanna let you know that, once again, not listening to me. He's like, uh, yeah, your MRI came back with irregularities. And so we found this irregularity and you have the, the, the focal, I think it was called focal cord dysplasia or something like that. And yeah, we're going to have to put you on medication and all this other stuff. And yeah, da, da, da. so I get home and I go go focal, focal cord dysplasia and within the first two paragraphs, I know he's wrong. Uh, because when I had the seizure when I was a kid and when I went out through all those focal seizures, I was, I took every test imaginable. Mm-hmm. This stuff you're supposed to find by 10 <clears throat> or 16. Now mm-hmm. I've been screened twice into my 20s, yeah. and they never found this. So I'm calling bullshit. Yep. And it's a good thing I did. So idiot Tracy is still thinking that some kind of epilepsy is going on. So I have the disc Uh, for my MRI and a friend of mine that I'd worked with for years she had epilepsy and she went to rush because rush is one of the number one brain
2: you Mm -hmm. know yeah
1: so I call these people and they're like oh do you have the disc can you have them send it over so they send it over they call me back they're like okay yeah you'll have a appointment with Dr. Byrne whatever so Dr. Byrne is the like head of neurology and head of neurosurgery
0: good guy to talk to
1: yeah but does this send also kind any- of a flag yeah baby. red flags right for sure you would think <laughs> yeah. right well i think i'm still in that no they're just going to give me drugs because yeah. i have some form of epilepsy and i am
0: mm-hmm. you know Your overall good health you're yeah. you're not old by no i was
1: either. you know 39 mm-hmm. and so i drive down to rush and right away, I love the guy. He's like, you know, you would think the head of neurosurgery at one of the number two brain hospitals in America would have such a God complex. Yeah,
0: treat you like a robot. Oh, you know. not
1: all walks in there. Hey, Rich Burton, how are you? Cool. Mm-hmm. Love him immediately. But the weird thing was, first I met his nurse practitioner and she walked in and she's like, oh, who's here with you? And when I was like, no, just me. she's she was like,
0: oh. Oh. They didn't tell you she. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Well, I found out one of the reasons why I got in so quick once I sent my MRI is I did not have some form of absolutely. I had a fucking brain tumor. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: And you find this out at just driving up there thinking nothing of it and all thinking of a sudden they are
1: going to give me drugs for you're like epilepsy. Your fucking world
0: gets turned upside down in one second.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they give you two choices. You can do what's called a biopsy or you can do your brain surgery. They're the same damn things. Yeah. Might as well get in like, there and get exactly. it out, right? Exactly. So, like, I am, okay, so I'm part of, now I am part of, you know, a couple of, um, what are they called? Support groups. Mostly on, you know, Facebook and we're worldwide because we're not breast cancer. Mm -hmm, We're rare, you Mm -hmm. know, like, although not that rare, and it's kind of like when you buy a new car and you don't notice your car until you buy that car and now everybody has a car. Yeah. You don't (laughs) notice how many people die of brain cancer until you have brain cancer, by the way. Spoiler alert. Um, You know, so anyway, so I found out on March 30th that I have this brain tumor. And my mom had, she travels all over the world. She had this dream trip coming up in a couple of weeks to Australia. And so we're trying to decide, you know, obviously I'm going to get a second opinion, all this other stuff. And my mom's like, well, the thing is, I need to go to Australia, but I'm a nurse and I don't, you know, I don't want her to cancel. And I don't want, I'm like, mom, this man is like, He works at Rush, Mm. and so we decided that you know I'm going to have surgery April seventh. Now, yeah, yeah, this is eight days. If you're watching Greg right now, you hear him going, "You see him, yeah, eight days, right?
0: Eight Mm -hmm. days.
1: I had eight days. Now now this is one of oh, 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 but this is also where I lose it. It's not only to process it. Caller's birthday is April 16th. He was going to be two years old. I'd already sent out, like, the Facebook invitations for its birthday. And so not only am I trying to... Pro- and I'm... Don't ever Google. Fucking Google. Oh, no, know, yeah. So Whether I'm Googling. <laughs> I'm, you know, whatever. And so not only do I have eight days to get my life... So Amy, my dear friend Amy, is now pretty much married to our favorite lawyer, who's our all of our lawyer. And... Okay. I called him. He wasn't there. He calls me back. I'm standing at CVS, like, waiting for something. And I say to him, nobody knows yet. And Mm. I'm like, you know, I need to find out if there's papers I need to sign where Josh can divorce me uncontested. Mm. And Randy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, well, I'm going to have surgery. And I just... If I'm not me anymore, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that he can, you know. He's like, Tracy, what the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm standing in CVS. I'm like, Randy, I have a brain tumor. I'm having a surgery in five days. Like, I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to be. And you hear these horror stories. Like, it's your brain. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you hear these horror stories and you don't, like, if I come back and I'm like some crazy lunatic that's trying to kill my children and whatever, like, I don't want Josh to be tied up for years and years and years. Because he can't divorce me, Gee, you know?
0: Yeah. Having to process your entire life right before, for eight days to having everything, oh, align I, all your ducks in a row after thinking everything's great. Craig, like, you, clothes, you have a clothes. small child. Yeah. How
1: often do, you, do they go through clothes? Sizes. Yeah,
0: like every month. Okay, you know?
1: <laughs> I was literally sorting through all their clothes and labeling Will Fit harmony mm. in summer of 2017. I was... I wrote letters to all three of them. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was like you have you're looking at like your life could be over in five days Mm -hmm. or six days or whatever and you have that much time to plan Yeah, you know like that's it that's all you have time for and
0: and being a new mother and you know a new house yeah. and all that kind of stuff other things yeah. you already had plans on top of everything all your plans else, so. yeah i mean it yeah. was just you know Some
1: so basically how i alerted <sighs> the world was when i canceled the facebook event for caller's birthday and everybody's yeah. like what the hell's going on i'm like well i'm having surgery nine days before his birthday they're like what for i'm like I, arnold schwarzenegger lied
0: is that what, is that what it's called? Well, that no. <laughs> <laughs> that what it's Arnold Schwarzenegger lied. <laughs> well, that yeah. became, that
1: became our official hashtag. Then. Yeah, yeah,
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: <laughs> lied. <laughs> it is a tumor.
0: Sorry, I got like drawn, and I'm like, Yeah. Oh my no, god, no, yeah. no. So we, you know, like we I, think t- I got a
1: sample for
2: that. <laughs>
1: well, no. So, if you guys, if you guys know me, like I try to find humor in everything. Yeah, you do. So yeah. you know, oh, that's awesome I was awesome. Like, yeah. like, Arnold Schwarzenegger lied. Yeah. It yeah. is a tumor. It
2: is. Oh, um, you know,
1: so um, yeah, so I had surgery, and luckily everything came out okay but oh here's a couple of funny things um number one is growing up or living in the north side for so long with a dog named polly working for harry carrie's being a socks fan people always said to me, why aren't you a Cub fan? And I always said that because I hadn't had a lobotomy. So... <laughs>
0: I guess he sets it up for you. A it, couple yeah. days before, I was freaking
1: out. I'm like, oh my God. And I put something on Facebook. I'm like, what if I wake up a Cub fan? My cousin who's oh a Cub goodness. fan was going to decorate my room with like my oh husband. Oh my all, uh, yeah. E. Davis, you know who you are, but she couldn't because I was going to be an ICU. Um, but then, you know, I mean, I was even putting stuff on Facebook like, hey, if you could get a superpower while he was in there, what would it be? Or, you know... I said, I wanted to be able to carry a tune. I can't even see me. <laughs> I sound like cats dying. Um, so no, surgery went well. You know, luckily my kids were awesome. My oldest thought my staples were a road and would drive us, you know. Yeah.
0: Was it a was it was a pretty long procedure? Was it pretty invasive? I mean, was it... It's brain surgery. Well, of you know course. I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah. I just didn't know if it was... Um, for those that are out there that luckily maybe Luckily for me, I
1: really don't remember the first couple of days. I know my mom said that I was in horrific pain. Yeah. Um, I had sensitivity like no other like yeah. to light sound anything so yeah so but being the badass that i am Badass number two um <laughs> i got my staples out i think two weeks after and rich burn mm-hmm. the awesome neurosurgeon is is helping his nurse take my staples out and yeah. i am saying to him when can I, when can I go back to work mm-hmm. and i mean i worked thirty five thousand steps a day like yeah. huge mm-hmm. production yeah and he's like, oh, well, when was the last time you took, you know, painkillers? And I said, well, like a week ago when I could finally go on ibuprofen. He's like, well, did we not give you enough? And I said, no, I'm going to have medical bills to pay. I have to yeah. sell those on the street and get 10 bucks a piece for yeah. He's like, yeah, well, they're, no they're shit, yeah. well, he goes, they're Nike. And this is why I love him. He goes, you know, they're Narco 10s. They're not Narco 5s. So they're worth $20. <laughs> $20 <a> he's <cheap> <laughs> like, don't you know? So I actually went back to work a month to the day. After my brain surgery. No wow.
0: fucking way. Badass number three right there. Holy <laughs> shit. A um, month to the day. Month
1: to the day. Now, I was told that it was a grade two. And so, little for people that don't know anything about brain cancer, it's very simple. There's the bad. They're really bad and get your bucket list done. So I started off with the bad and they're like, oh yeah, you'll probably be on watch and wait. And watch and wait is exactly what it sounds like. You watch and you wait for it to come back. Like they got as much as, and people would be like, well, why didn't he get it all? Well, it's your brain. They can't scoop out extra, you know? And there's these like little tiny (laughs) tentacles and whatever. So Mm -hmm. then I went to see the neuro, uh, was it? What's cancer called? What are they called? Oncologist. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no
0: problem.
1: Um, brain. <laughs> my <laughs> or, mom's at yeah. yeah, exactly. MP. We're finding, <laughs> <word> finding, <laughs> yeah. yeah. finding issues. We're finding issues. So anyway, um, I'm told to watch and wait. I go, so I'm told to watch and wait. So I finally go to see my neuro, you know, uh, and my N.O. And first of all, she's a bitch on wheels. <laughs> Don't like her at all. And right away, she does the same thing. Who are you here with? I'm like, oh, mm. come on. <laughs> so she says. Where's Ashton? Yes. Am I getting <laughs> Ashton? So I'm walking in. I'm thinking I'm meeting my new best friend to watch, you know, watch and wait forever. And she's like, yeah, so on further review of your pathology, you're not a grade two. You're a grade three. Oh, and so this summer, you're going to be spending your summer doing radiation and chemotherapy.
0: Mm. So
1: now I've just gone from the bad to the really bad. And after
0: you get out of surgery, thinking like, "Yeah, we're yeah, good. We're you know, good. Yeah, I made yeah. it through surgery." So <laughs> yeah,
1: so my summer 2016 was spent doing six weeks of chemo and six weeks of uh, six weeks of radiation side by side. And mm. guess what? This motherfucker worked through it all. Uh, and no one way. of my favorites was you know because Jody, love her, but Jody is me. Like on steroids like yeah. if Jody doesn't swear at you she doesn't know that you don't work there because, or you work there because it <laughs> means she has not you yeah. I mean Jody and I have gotten into each other's face like screaming mm-hmm. at each other like fuck you
2: <laughs> no, fuck you
1: and then she'll give me a corner suite at the Fairmount and like you know a bunch of Rito glasses <laughs> uh, so anyway it had already been like a week or two and my hair started to fall out but it only falls out where they're reading it so I was wearing this white headband and whatever and I had to do these two massive events right in a row and she's didn't often stop at my events because she knew I had them covered. And she comes in she's like, when the hell are you starting your chemo radiation? Because I did... Oh, she owed me big time. I did actually have to put it off for this five-day event the thing that we had. Yeah. And I pulled my headband back where I was losing my hair. I'm like, I started it two weeks ago. And she was like, holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, so that was... interesting but I made it you know with my boys because I made it as fun as I could I had to get labs drawn almost once a week and shout out to my girls at uh, Good Shepherd especially Alicia um, they were awesome. We would show up dressed as PJ Masks. I mean, we would <laughs> nice, like. Well, you know, we had to go first thing in the morning. Yeah, they got yeah. their lollipops and one for my fucking wine. My kid <laughs> thinks he's cat boy. He runs around there cat speed oh, yeah. all day. Yeah. Sure. You know? Oh yeah! I mean, I used to. I used to do the dance, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we took them to see it live. <laughs> nice. And so I mean, the there were amazing. I actually, when I was done with the whole thing, I brought them fifty-five bottles of airline. Because with <laughs> nice. a sign that said, you know, you've given me enough shots, I figured I'd There you go. Return the, the favor. <laughs> nice.
2: So um <laughs> awesome. six
1: weeks and six weeks. And then I had to do 12 monthly rounds of chemo, which sucked. And literally like four into it, um, we got into January 2017 and my insurance decided to deny my chemo because the price went too high.
2: Mm. <sighs>
1: And I find out then later that the specialty pharmacy that I got my chemo through was owned by, ready? Mm -hmm. My insurance company.
0: Oh, no. How is that legal?
1: How is that not a monopoly? Seriously. Seriously. Two
0: people should not, yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah, that's, that's not how it should work that's so the definition of it. conflict of interest right? <laughs> yeah, right. you would but, think right uh, uh, they yeah. didn't seem conflicted about it no. <laughs> right. so
1: you know and now but meanwhile
0: yeah, you can't say a <laughs> word to anyone yeah. Yeah. so Hippo. meanwhile
1: you know part of my brain has been cut out it's been radiated and now we're poisoning the fuck out of it mm-hmm. so meanwhile I'm Dory I am literally (laughs) fucking dory. You know, (laughs) I mean I have ADD problems to begin with and you throw in all (laughs) this and it's like, you know. So, and Josh loves this story. So a lot of people in my support group, they're like, well, how do you deal with this? And people are like, oh, I do Sudoku problems. I do cross. I started taking tap dance. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about this. Seriously. This so luckily, uh, Cary Grove Performing Arts Center, who are amazing. Hi, Amy, and especially Robin and Sarah. Um, I decided to start taking because you don't need to be that flexible. You don't need to be that in mm-hmm. shape. And it but was it my way... But it certain points
0: of your coordination and... and, and well,
1: coordination and memorization yeah, yeah, was yeah. the mm-hmm. biggest thing. Steps, yeah. And Robin, if you talk to her, she'll laugh her ass off. <laughs> it's because she, I would not know the dance... And I grew up with a dancing background. I would not know it at all. And two weeks later, I told her. Because it took that time to go from your short-term... Because my short-term memory was gone. Mm-hmm. But my long-term memory is there. So... The first two weeks, nothing. Then two weeks later, she's like, Tracy, what are the steps? Because I forgot them. And I'd be like, oh, it's this and this and step <laughs> two and do two and do and do. And so that was what I did. And it was, you know, it was so much fun. And who would have thought tap dancing? Um, so, yeah. So, meanwhile, I'm getting pissed off because my blood levels, which anybody that's gone through cancer knows this, uh, my least favorite word became downtrending. What was supposed to take 12 months took 15 months and yeah it was so but i i worked through it all Mm. i mean i you know and finally when the day came i know why people cry at the end of marathons i really do and my dear dear friends who i love and adore my squad my girls they threw me an end of chemo party i got really drunk and a certain very good friend of mine who is a very high-ranking police officer in our area he actually let me drive home from the bar because the bar was literally about a block and a half away from my house, and a block of that was my property. And he really <laughs> said that if I were to drive onto anybody's property, it was my own. Um, so, But I think he followed me. Uh, so yeah, so for right now, the good news is I am stable. It will be five years in February, obviously. This
0: and a half, yeah, yeah. seriously, super inspiring, the... especially working through it all for your husband, your boys, just to get through. I mean, tap dancing and shit, <laughs> tap dancing your way to fucking victories. It's <laughs> <is> good stuff,
1: <laughs> you know. There's a couple of bad things, like for example, right now, I am in considered what is called the red zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, years three to six are you're supposed to get a recurrence, and once you get past six years, you have just as good of a chance to make it to ten. Mm -hmm. Uh, If anybody reads Malcolm Gladwell, who I really love, he he has an awesome book called outliers and I'm going to be an outlier. Um, That's awesome. But the problem is, so we talked about, I talked about a couple of minutes ago about the the bad, the really bad and the ugly. So technically I am in the really bad part. And unfortunately for most people, not all, but for most people statistically, when it does come back, it does come back the next grade higher. Mm-hmm. The next grade higher for what I have is called the glioblastoma. And it's been in the news a lot lately because that's what John McCain died from. Oh. That is what Bo Biden died from. Okay, uh, Ted Kennedy, who actually started off with what I had, then graduated to a GBM. When you graduate to a GBM, your life expectancy is 13 months.
0: Worst graduation ever. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know,
1: I mean, I was diagnosed with all this. I had a two and almost four-year-old, you yeah. know, and when you're looking at the chances of me, so even with making it 10 years before Gbam, you're looking at Harmy being 14 years old, 15 years old, you know, and then you tack on at 13 months. So yeah. Yeah. like my goal right now is to see them graduate, you know, Well, I shouldn't say my goal. A lot of people say, oh, your goal is to grad- see them graduate high school. I said, fuck no, I'm <laughs> dancing with them at their wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I do have to give a shout out while I'm at this because, um, meanwhile, and like I said, I love Jody, but sometimes I'm not sure of her methodology. So she puts me on an event that forever was known as this fundraiser, and I go to this fundraiser. Now, this is November, right after I finished, chemo radiation, I literally have a fryer tuck as a haircut, so I'm constantly wearing this hat. So I go to this event, I'm running this event, and I find out it's for brain cancer! (laughs) And the lady says, do you know anything about brain cancer? And I literally whip off my hat, and I'm like, "Astrocytoma grade 3! Bring
0: out your banjo! (laughs) And her name is Judy Popner, and
1: I love her dearly, and so it was for an organization called Brain Up, and... Brain Up is a Chicago based organization. Meg and Danny Kriesak, who have become like beloved, like almost like aunts and uncles to me. I love them dearly. They started this after their only child, Olivia, was diagnosed and dead within 13 months. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: And they keep all their money local. They are fortunate enough that they live a very blessed life where they, every single cent, goes back Good. and Good. how many and they're fully transparent too
2: mm-hmm. and
1: at one point like they're writing checks to my neuro-oncologist my neuro-oncologist oh sorry not the bitch I wound up with a really great one <laughs> uh, he got you can, I can't pronounce his name that's why I probably didn't yeah. mention him uh, Like they were handing him checks for like $50,000 wow. and so you know I'm very involved with the Brain Up you know organization right now
2: awesome. Awesome.
1: but you know it is and we've both me and Josh and Greg we've talked about this it's you know, people look at me and say, well, you can get hit by a bus tomorrow. Yeah, I was And on yeah. I tell those people, yeah, except for I know that the bus is on the expressway and it's headed in my direction. Yeah, Or another way, um, you know, growing up, my dad was a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan and I had to watch all those movies with him. And one of the best ways I can describe how I feel sometimes is that it's at the end of Predator where the alien sets like he like detonates a device, and mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen. You know that something's going to blow up, and you mm-hmm. know that Arnold Schwarzenegger knows this, but he can't read that countdown. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have that device on me. Like yes. I see this countdown coming, but I have no idea when it's gonna. Mm-hmm. You Oof. know, so you get into that, and then that throws in all, all kinds of other stuff. Like it's called um, scanxiety. Scan you know, when you have to go to a scan, is this going to be the one? Is this going to be the one? Um, oh, and of course we so because I have residual tumor, we of course nicknamed her, and we nicknamed her Furuga like Furuga's <laughs> off. She's a little fucking bitch. Um, like I say, you've got to find humor wherever yeah. you can. Yeah. Um, you know, so we have that, and you know, we're just the boys know. Like the boys mm-hmm. have always, um, you know, when my when Harmy, oh my god, he's got the best soul in the world when he was in pre-k it was uh, what do you want to be when you grow up day and people are like i want to be a superhero i want to be a policeman i want to be a firefighter i want to be an oncologist wait what an oncologist <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. yeah so i mean they're you yeah. know they they get it you know can i ask you a,
0: a semi personal oh, question that draws go back for it. Um, do you still have those letters you wrote to them
1: no okay. and actually a I don't lot of people revise sure. them or a lot of people ask me that and i've actually torn them up um I have journal books that are still in their plastic shrink wrap mm-hmm. that I plan on writing to them yeah. and because God knows, I like I'm a really good cook, but my husband loves my pasta salad. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> my
0: grandma's just gone back for ages. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a devil day kind of so thing. like <laughs> I need I need to write that down <laughs> somewhere go, so that
1: he knows how to make it. Although he is the three re- the three ingredient rule that he can't make anything more than three <laughs> ingredients. So I don't know. He'll have to teach one of the boys how oh, to make well, it for sure. Uh, no, I definitely got rid of those. But oh God, though no, that week was. Yeah. I mean, nobody should have to
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: nobody should like
0: yeah pass can't imagine hard i know can't imagine like
1: i said i mean i cried putting those little clothes in those bins yeah. and you know mm-hmm. yeah
0: <sighs> well i think it's a good spot to end this one
1: until until the next three. time oh we still well, got- big shout out to uh, <laughs> um
0: brain up yes um, brain up. support those they, guys oh if you can. and they are
1: on amazon smile cool so for those of you who don't know really quick Amazon Smile is super easy. It doesn't take anything extra. You just literally log into your Amazon account by typing in Amazon Smile, and you can choose whatever charity you want. And Brain Up is one of them. So you know, if you you know love a person with brain cancer, Amen, Amen. We need the money. We're not boobs. <laughs> oh, we didn't even get into pink envy. All right. All right. We're not as, sexy. <laughs> You're not as sexy. I'm now living in Cary, Illinois. I've got a great group of friends. I have finished brain cancer treatment. I am stable for now, which will hopefully last a really long time. Amen to that. Uh, you know, I will, you know, not to get political, but I obviously am a bleeding heart liberal. Hey, and, too. you too. Know, oh, yeah, Josh has know, mentioned right? that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I will tell you from the get go, there's a couple things that really annoy me with brain cancer. Um, first of all, John McCain's death hit me incredibly hard. Not only because was he one of the few good guys on the other side, um, but when you have a disease that's kind of rare, like brain cancer, um, they hit you hard. Recently, one of the Carrie moms, her husband had a GBM, and he passed away, and they're never easy. Um, Mm. Another thing that I'll briefly touch upon is, growing up as a tomboy, I always hated the color pink. (laughs) And now... There is something in the cancer community, not just with brain cancer, but with all cancers that aren't breast cancer called Pink Envy.
2: Mm.
1: We don't get the money, we don't get the advertising, and we don't get anything. Yeah. Like. You know, if somebody were to ask you what color is the brain cancer ribbon, you might get lucky, especially if you're, you know, like a Breaking Bad fan and say gray because, like, gray matter or something <laughs> like that. Yes, it's gray. Yeah. But, I mean, how many people know other cancer's colors besides pink? You're mm-hmm. totally
0: right. And, like, I was t- talked about before, my mom's an MP oncologist. Yeah. Um, she – they were looking into a group of their friends getting into kind of bringing that into light, uh, talking about every cancer has a color, kind of trying to find a – Something to bring oh, everybody no, back like, into into because she was she said the same thing. It's like brain cancer I'm sorry, breast cancer gets thrown so much oh. money, it's like the most I mean, you know, you have a month of pink in the NFL. Yeah. You know, oh, what well, I mean? go, oh so Roger
1: okay. Huge Roger fan here. huge, huge. Roger fucking <laughs> it out. So anyway, you know, they always had pink, 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 ping, pink. And then it became crucial catch. Mm-hmm. And he sends out this whole press release about they're gonna shy away from October being all pink, and they're going to let teams and our players pick their own Cancers. It's gonna be Crucial Catch. Great, this sounds awesome, Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. The Cancers can be screenable, preventable, or genetic. Those are the big three that get all the money. money. So Mm. it was like, really, really Goodell. Yeah. Let the felons back in. And now you do this. <laughs> like, seriously. So anyway, yeah. So, okay. So I'm living life, you know, stable, cancer, trying to live my life. And yeah, so I had an older brother. It's just the two of us. And, you know, this was where it was really confusing for my mom um, and dad. We were always really close. We grew up in a one TV house house so we were forced to be together, you know, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. We were were always, you know, with the block members and stuff like that. And so, you know, he was was always a piece of shit. Um, You know, I had mentioned earlier that he took two years to graduate or to flunk out of a out-of-state school. Uh, He got numerous DUIs, one of which was in my car. He's always had like gambling issues. Um, he was allegedly gifted, um, even though as a young kid, he flunked out of that too because he didn't put the effort in, um, we always knew he was just, he was just always kind of a piece of shit. You know, it was all about him. Everything was against him and dated this girl that we loved. I made him watch Jill Magnolia's one too many times. She had <laughs> diabetes. He thought that he would never have children. So went back to this girl that we hated, you know, married her. She was an idiot. They get, finally get pregnant. They are asked if they need to do any genetic testing. He says no. She says yes. Turns out she has this major genetic disorder that can basically, yeah. So anyway, I wind up with one nephew who I love a adore named Kyle. Kyle is two years older than my oldest. So this is, let's see, we're 2021 now, so this will be three years so was that 2018 mm-hmm. so we are looking at 4th of july of 2018 kyle is two years older than his nephew or his cousin Harmon, my oldest and my dad and my mom have now since divorced which great thing they're better off Ever mm-hmm. since and mm-hmm. my dad lives basically on Crystal Lake, so he does a, uh, whatever he does a party now, not necessarily on the fourth, but when they have their um fireworks. So we go, we do the fireworks. My mom had too much to drink, so she's gonna stay the night. And I am going Josh took Calder home because he was tired. And Harmon and I decided that we're gonna stay at the party and sleep in the guest bedroom which um so harman and kyle had had a cousin sleepover about a week before that in the same bedroom so this is three years ago so Harmon is five which means kyle is seven um so harman and i are laying in bed that night and Harmon starts talking about how he had a sleepover the week before with his cousin Kyle and how much fun they had and what they did. And then he starts to talk about games that Kyle wanted to play with him. And mm. he starts talking about games that involve penises and games that in- include butts. And it wasn't that just that because, I mean, all kids play doctor and all kids are mm-hmm. experimental. <clears throat> Kyle, well, what Harmon at five years old was telling me, Kyle was using the same vernacular, the same words that his father used on me when he groomed me to start abusing me for three years. Mm -hmm. I had told two people in my entire life, one of which was my husband, what had happened. Nobody ever knew this. And I am listening to these words come out of my five-year-old's mouth. And I don't know what Sarah do.
0: Freezes you I'm sure. I mean fuck.
1: And it's <sighs> late. We've all been drinking. My mom is drunk upstairs, passed out. Well not passed out, she's sleeping. My dad's sleeping upstairs in his bedroom. Um you know in those T V movies where like uh what's what what's Ferris's sister's name, Jeannie?
0: Ooh. where like all that of a sudden right. she's
1: like standing in like the hallway just mm-hmm. goes the yeah. Z- yeah. Hitchcock
0: effect yeah. the, okay
1: the Hitchcock effect so you know that starts happening to me and you yeah, know I ask him a few questions and whatever now the nice thing ugh, I guess the only good thing is like you know he's five he's just like oh they were just playing a game right. like whatever but what I couldn't get over was the words that were used mm-hmm. and right. the jargon and how it was said and like the grooming Mm -hmm. okay
0: definitely an adult is in play
1: yeah and so i lay there that night and (sighs) you want to talk about it now we get into another movie thing it was like flashback after flashback
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i so to get into the psychology stuff like i physically purposely regressed all that stuff. It was not like, oh, I just repressed it, I repressed it, mm-hmm. I repressed it. Like I had to physically, like that stuff would boil up and I would push it down. It'd boil up and I'd push it down. You know, and people would say to me like, oh my God, but you and your brother always seemed so close. Well, yeah, because I was fucking faking it. And I, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, the perfect little family and this, that, and the other thing. And the memories <laughs> that were flooding back. I mean, the I remember- Kubrick effect oh god <laughs> and i remember going back to shoreline drive episode one shoreline drive <laughs> i remember this one time we were with the Cicero's, tony terry tom and tina and timmy tina might tina might not have been there, timmy the there yeah um but i remember like we were upstairs in my brother's room we were little and you know my brother made me i i yeah tina wasn't there because i was the only girl he made me strip down and like they're all shining flashlights on me and I remember thinking my, like they wound up coming in my dad and, you know, Nancy's sister came in the door and I remember thinking to myself, help me, daddy, help yeah. me, like, help me, help me, you know? And apparently we all got yelled at, like, what are you doing? You
2: yeah.
1: know? And so like, I'm having all these flashbacks. So the first thought that comes into my mind is, well, Kyle and Harmony could never spend the night together again, you know? And then I start thinking, Wait, my god, my nephew's seven years yeah, old. I love him. Together, yeah. Like, how? What? When? Why? What? Wh- wh- mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm trying to think of like, well, how, how do I, like, cause I, like I said, my husband knew. That was pretty much about it. Yeah. Like I told one girlfriend a long time ago, but that was, you know, she's here and there. And, Needless to say, I didn't sleep at all that night. Like I did not, like I sat there with like my eyes wide shut, like wide open, you know, just dealing with all of this. Meanwhile, mom's upstairs to sleep. So by the next morning I wake up and I mean, I've not slept at all, so I look like shit. I drank the day, you know, and you know, she took one look at me and she's like, what's wrong? I am now, let's see, this was three years ago. So I'm like 41 years old. This went on from the time that I was, I, I at first I told her age to 11, but now that I think about it, it might've started at seven and gone on to like 12. So I said to oh, her, we need to talk. Now we're my dad's house, we're in my dad's
2: house. Yeah.
1: And I pull her into my dad's bedroom And I basically tell her, you know, oh, so by the way, this is what Kyle and Harmy allegedly did last week during their sleepover. And what really upsets me is, and I said it pretty much as blankly as I said to you guys, I said, that is exactly what, how it started when Jason started molesting me. And I have got to give it to my mom. She obviously cried, but not once did she doubt me? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Not once did, you know, she was just so upset because her whole thing was, well, where was I, how did I not see the signs? How did I not, how did this go under my roof and Mm -hmm. not, you know? So now we get back to where mom and I should seem shrink. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, my mom actually talks to and she's like, well, you know, and you know, so, the shrink says, basically, Dr. B, who love is that, you know, to say that my brother's a piece of shit is putting him out of late. But here's an example. I gave him money to sign my nephew up for Taekwondo classes, and he gambled it away trying to make more money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, my psychiatrist, my mom's psychiatrist, has known this for a long time. And my mom, and she says, it's going to be the hardest thing you're ever going to have to do. You have to call DCFs on them.
0: Blow that whistle.
1: Yeah. Well, so we did. Yeah. Now, this is where I get upset about is from the get-go, they said why they were called. And they mm-hmm. said, basically, here's this five-year-old that said that a seven-year-old was like molesting them and that we're blaming you because the now 41-year-old said that you did it to him. Mm-hmm. Like they used names, they used everybody.
2: yeah,
1: Okay. Now, what's really upsetting, though, is when my parents actually then finally confronted him, his whole thing was, I have no recollection of that.
0: Mm. That's not a no, by the way. Yeah, that's just pleading the fifth. Yeah.
1: Now, meanwhile, because he's such a piece of shit and whatever, my mom... And I... Own the house that he lives in. okay. And so... He, you know... Now he says, like, basically, he's going to ban my parents from ever seeing Kyle again. Mm. So, <clears throat> emails are getting sent back and forth and whatever. And my mom is still living in my childhood home. And she's like, I'm selling the house. I'm moving. Like, this is, she's moving off Shoreline Drive to give you an idea. Like, Shoreline <laughs> Drive, episode one. Uh, you know, she's like, I can't live in this house anymore to know what happened in this house. So in these emails, she is going on and on about what you did to your sister, what happened, all this other stuff. And in his retorts, he blows past all of it and just goes into the other parts of the emails. Now, here's the thing. If somebody's basically saying to you, like you molested your sister for all these years, and then first you say, I have no recollection, but then they keep at it mm-hmm. what would your response be no or why <laughs> or you something why do you keep bringing this up exactly. I didn't do yeah, it exactly, yeah. like when are we going to get past this mm-hmm. Trace, is, Trace is a liar yeah, yeah, yeah. like something like wouldn't you like I don't know like you guys are men come on especially with the me too movement like yeah. if somebody is a, like claiming yeah. that you sexually abused them and you yeah. didn't How would your reaction be? Try to stand up or,
0: you know, just give some kind of answer, something. I mean, he sounds like he's just dodging the bullet completely. Well, an innocent man proclaims his innocence from the rooftops. A guilty man proclaims his innocence in silence. Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean, he never would even bring it up again. Like, he'd pretend like that part of the email never existed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, then, yeah. So, then now I'm dealing with a mother who has mental illness. And, I mean, like, it... It got scary. Like, I could hear it in her voice. I mean, she was hanging on by a thread, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. What sucks is even before this happened, you know, when I got brain cancer, my dad, you know, he's a big drinker. He even said to me, he was like, you know, the wrong kid got cancer.
0: Well, fuck.
1: you know. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. you know, so they've always looked at me. You know, it's really hard when you have one child who's decent and one who's a shithead, uh, you know, they always, they did. They always looked at me. as like, I, I have a note written from my mom when we were dealing with her mother, that her mom never wanted to be put in a home. Her n- mom never wanted to be this. And I have a note from my mother that says, you're allowed to put me in home. I don't want to be a burden. I don't mm. want, to. so yeah. it was all put on me. And now like my parents are kind of fucked because, you know, their good child has yeah. cancer. And they've recently found out that the piece of shit is even a bigger piece of shit. And to even see their nephew, they have to like fight tooth and nail. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And God knows what that kid was told, you know? Yeah, that's and, true. And I mean, it's been three years, and Harvey was five years old, and he's still every now and then, like we try not to talk even about Because, you know, when am I going to see Kyle? And so what I've always said, and because this is true, like I'm, I'm all about being honest to a point. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids mm-hmm. don't need yeah. to know everything um i said to him you know what uncle jay has made a lot of bad decisions in his life a lot and as you get older i'll tell you about some of them you know like the duis and pulling you know and all this other stuff um i said but unfortunately uncle jay has made some seriously bad decisions and unfortunately those decisions had led us to not being able to see any of us anymore
2: Mm.
1: and like now though they do know that they get to see grammy and stuff which is getting kind of hard but it's i mean it's just so you know mm. here's the funny thing that psychiatrist that my mom and i share she had no idea
2: mm.
1: she had like i said <clears throat> i never you know mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so you know my mom my dad and now more friends know about this they're like jesus fucking christ girl <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: They're
1: like, let's see, you have had to deal with major anxiety and depression where you basically split your own wrist. Then mm-hmm. you dealt with two horrible pregnancies, which equated to two beautiful boys. Mm-hmm, right. But I had to have this major, major surgery that ended my chance to have more children. And then, so that was February 5th of 2015. And then 2016 on April 7th, I had to have brain surgery. Um, went through all of that. Meanwhile, hiding, you know, this humongous family secret that has since completely torn my family apart. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, you know, and it. you guys know me well enough that I actually seem pretty well-adjusted.
0: You <laughs> are, you know, and I mean, it's... And like you, said, you said, like, how you like to lace everything with, with comedy, you know, and it's t- kind of coming through the tears of the clown kind of thing, you know. It's, the I mean, it's I I You know, it's, you have to, if, you, if you're not breathing through it, if you're not smiling, then it's going to eat you up, and I mean... Man, Tracy. <laughs> I love you, dear. Holy smokes. I'm sorry I had to deal with all this, you know what I mean? But hopefully, like, with you sharing your story and stories, mm-hmm. that somebody out there can kind of grasp it and, you know, yeah. reach out, you know, maybe not repress what you had to deal with for so long. Or, But
1: see, that's the nice thing we were kind of talking about earlier, is that, you know, in Brandon Marshall, for what a. Fuckhead, he was on the Bears and on the Broncos <laughs> and everything else. You know, at least he started to put it out. There. Yeah. You know, he yeah. really did, and, and
0: he, he caught a little bit of flack for it. Everybody kind of. I remember, oh, I remember people huge. talking shit about him. Like, what, what do you mean, huge. the guys talking about his his mental state? What's I had his
1: OPI nail polish in like in the green. You know. <laughs> nice. um No, I mean it's it's starting to get out there, but it needs to be more. You yeah. know, I mean it from mental illness to abuse to me too, like. And that was the th- thing is, I had told my mom all about this literally <laughs> right when Me Too was breaking. Yeah. So here, you know, and me and my mom, we have a really interesting, you know, you would think that she and I are best friends, which we are. I <laughs> love my mom to death. But at the same time, there are numerous times that I want to fucking kill her. <laughs> and you don't have to edit this out, and she can hear that because she knows that it's no, true. We're live. You know, oh, no, she and I have gone into it. We on the phone do, right here. She either. and I have gotten into it. She has said stuff that she, I know that she wants to take back because mm-hmm. this was pre my brother, and mom, I don't hold anything against you for what you've said before. Please know that. No, and we do, like, we're two. We are cut from the same cloth, yeah. and you know, my mom laughs at me as it is because two of my best friends we all three of us—are alpha females, and she's like, mm-hmm. "I have no idea how the three of you get together without really <laughs> each other." And it's me and my mom. So, yeah. like, I love, love, love my mom dearly, but we—there are there are times, yeah. and you know, this is hard because there has been so many times where I've broken down, just sobbing, that I feel bad for what I've done to her. Mm-hmm and she's like i'm so glad you let me know though like yeah. you had to release it you you know but she's been through so much that like it's like how much more can you take yeah, and she's yeah. like well how much more can you take yeah yeah so you the know thing I about mean, uh,
0: it's, mama's mothers females the yeah. burden that oh, i but. mean I, coming from a guy you know I, <laughs> I respect that you know you guys yeah let me tell you carry something. that burden
1: if I am the master of zero fucks given.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, that's actually what I was going to get into. <laughs> I actually wanted to kind of, that's, yes, you know, I know, just to kind of bring it back. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> so how we know is restaurant industry, whatever. Yeah. So I remember like my first day where I met you and you talked about alpha female and like the way you walk across like your area, your zone, <laughs> it's like, you, you know, you got long your steps, yep. you're, you know, boom, boom, you're, you're, you're loud, you're boisterous, you're laughing, you're yelling, you're this dude, you know at first, it was like, holy shit, who is who is this broad?
2: <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Oh, I, by the way, I think broad is... like Dutch, No, no, no. No, Dutchie Carrie, Harry Carrie's wife, okay. she's a broad, okay? <laughs> she will tell it like it is. She drinks Spock on the Rocks. Yeah. I... And maybe because I'm a little old school. Like, I'm a feminist, but I also believe that, like, feminists need that. Like, I think broad is, like, one of the best.
0: Good. I'm glad like, I didn't oh, do that. I was no. like, oh, shit, did
1: I just fucking it? Up? No, I think that's a great compliment. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. dude, she's a fucking broad. No, seriously. Like. That's
0: that's how, how I remember, like, my first day of meeting you, Bob. And I'm like, I don't know if I can work with this woman. She's, <laughs> she's too much, you know, kind of thing. And then, like, as we worked and progressed, it was like, she's just a badass times four now. I mean, you know what I mean? She's just... She's doing her thing. So kind of what I wanted to ask was like, did you always have that, dude? Or was yes, it like, uh, bit, it well, seems like you've uh, you kind of progressed into like kind of a nothing to lose no, kind of you thing. you know, exactly. You, you let so it all hang out. And that's a really thing. I was really thing.
1: bullied. I went through therapy as we talked in episodes one and two. And I will tell you exactly where this came from. So when I was working in Boogie Nights, I started as your typical, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. And then I started going through all that depression that we talked about. And I really got sick of being being like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. yeah. And one day I looked at somebody and I was like, hey, the person that normally blows sunshine up my ass took the day
0: off.
1: (laughs) And something clicked. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm losing all this weight, which in a way, like I started getting ripped and the boobs started being more pronounced. (laughs) And I started bringing on this attitude and it was funny. Like I started having this fuck you attitude. And right then and there, it was funny because um, one of those first luxury theaters came out. It was in the parking lot of where Boogie Nights was. And one of the first movies they ever showed was Coyote Ugly. <laughs> and uh, we all got to go see it. Like, they gave us free tickets. And it got to the part where um, Tom Brady's ex, who should have... Oh, my God. Don't even, she, she was way too good for him.
2: Um,
1: but, no, she was, like, the mean one that had to go to, you know, uh, what was it... Uh, not stress counseling. What's it's called? Uh, anger management. Yeah. So by then, I'd already gained that reputation. So when she talks <laughs> about it, every single person, literally leaned in and looked at me, and I was like, "What?" But that
0: kind started of started hosing them with water. Well,
1: I got so sick of being like, you know, smile, smile. Yeah. I kind of became that personality, like, don't fuck with me yeah. because I don't give a shit. Yeah,
0: I was just yeah. So I guess you had that before. Because I always well, wondering you because you've been through so much. Well, and stuff I,
1: no, but I did. Like yeah. I said, so you know, with the bullying, it wasn't until like my early twenties, and that. And yeah, people that I ran into from like high school and whatever were you know, they'd be like, Oh, what happened here? I'd be like, What? Was I in this good before? Was I not good for you back then? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know? And I I just kind of did. I did I flipped a switch where I went from being this emotional sweetheart, whatever. I mean, I will say and I believe that others will say this about me. I'm very thoughtful. I am very thoughtful of others. I feel that if you ever need to sit down and talk to me, you could lay your heart out to me. I keep secrets to my soul. Nobody ever says I heard it from Tracy. Mm -hmm. So I think I still have those very good qualities, which I'm passing on to my children. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, But at the same time, oh no. And Mm -hmm. you get into cancer and everything like that. Oh yeah. And it does really suck because it is a double-edged sword. Because, and the reason why I say that is, I will look on social media and I will read all kinds of stuff and I'll be like if I was Southern I'd be like oh bless your heart because (laughs) I want to be like are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like people like Oh
0: bless your heart child. People
1: will say stuff and it is the most mundane superficial like stupid shit. They say it for
2: themselves. (laughs) Well but at
1: the same time though I feel bad because my husband and my mom they're like they feel that they can't and even my friends. So my like and I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I Josh can tell you I'm a good listener. <laughs> I am.
2: She is. And she I'm is. very
1: good at coming up with solutions and with like, you know, we'll look at it this way mm-hmm. and I always want people to feel that they can come to me and talk to me about their problems because I really think I am a good listener. But at the same time, a lot of people are like, well, I can't compete.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I can't I, you know, how do I go to Tracy and tell her about what's going on in my life when, you know, Mm -hmm. she's gone through this? And my husband and I, we really, like, we really don't fight, and the reason why you can know that is because I never talk about him on social media. <laughs> like the people that talk about their husbands, all oh, I've got the greatest husband. Yeah. Da, da, da. Two months later, they're filing for divorce, and their last name is different. Um, with me, like you'll hardly ever hear me talk yeah, about yeah. my husband. We really do have an amazing marriage, and one of the few things we get into arguments about though is that you know he feels that he can never be sick around me, and he can never cool. be like, woe is mm-hmm. me?" because. You know, even though I don't, he feels that I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck you, asshole. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and I and like I'm worried that my friends feel that way too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But what do you, you know? I mean, I want them to know that I am here for them, and you know, it's that's that's the other double-edged sword of cancer mm-hmm. is that your friends with cancer are still here for you, yeah, even though you know you mm-hmm. don't think you compete they're always here for you that's awesome and they want to hear about other problems besides yeah, they're, yeah. they're like have they're like let me hear about your problems yeah. so i don't <laughs> have to deal with the for
0: sure well i mean to round it off i mean i got i guess i got a couple questions yeah. to just oh, kind of by finish way, up. Um, just real broad kind of thing i just get a little bit more inside you what if you had one person or place that you could go or person you could confide in through all of this who's been like the biggest support system for you you think has it been yourself I mean your kids your, um, your husband prob- your mom well
1: it was it's probably actually I know it sounds weird it's probably been myself and my yeah. husband no that's
0: and that's a great answer yeah. honestly I mean you've had to go through a lot by yourself keep a lot to yourself and it's an awesome answer you yeah. know it's honest it's done. no
1: I mean I was the only one that knew and yeah. I was you know so you yeah. kind of become your World's best friend.
0: So you've kind of, kind of given a message to you know the friends of of friends of yours, your family. Um, Once
1: Pandora's box is open a little bit, I kind of started to let my inner circle know. Yeah. And I mean, they were of course shocked. Yeah. And you know, so you know, and a lot, you know, most of the like the family members all know now and mm. stuff like that. I mean, t- to a lot of people, really it was no surprise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. So what would
0: what would Tracy now say to Tracy thirty years ago?
1: Don't sleep with him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and not even like, no. And what I mean with that is, see, the problem with people that are sexually abused as a younger age, statistically, they become more sexually active. Mm-hmm. And you equate sex and sexual acts with love. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't yeah. do this, he's not going to love me if yeah, I true. don't do this. And yeah, no. I mean, I wonder what my number would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I wonder so many things about yeah, because yeah. like you know with my rave in my partying years and whatever is like I wonder really morally and ethically how I would be mm-hmm. if what ha- hadn't happened to me happened to me. Gotcha. But at the same time, there's been so many things that have happened to me that are considered bad, and I've done things that are considered bad. But at the same time. I am the eternal optimist, and I look at the husband that I have, and mm-hmm. I look at these mm-hmm. two children that I have, even though Calder drives me to drink. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how, that could be episode four. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it um, a But it did get me to, to where, where right. I am. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. And I for one can say, fuck yeah, Tracy, you are a <laughs> badass, thank you so <laughs> much yeah. for being here. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any one question that I didn't ask, or you didn't get to, that you really want to get to real quick? No. We covered a lot. We did. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Um,
1: and you know <sighs> what? Um, Obviously, Foscast knows how to get a hold of me. If you are somebody that has to do with cancer mm-hmm. or abuse or depression mm-hmm. or anything, and I have hit a nerve with you, I feel myself as any kind of a patient advocate. And sure. please. Um, I am giving both, you know, Faz here and Josh full reign to forward you my email. Okay. Um, get in touch. Yeah, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm
0: sure people will take to on that for sure.
1: Obviously, like, if you just need someone to talk to, like, hey, you really hit home with me on mm-hmm. this count or this count, I am always more than welcome. If somebody's going through, I can't tell you how many times I've helped people now going through brain cancer for the first time. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what questions to yeah. ask, What whatever. I mean your wealth
0: of knowledge it seems like you know what I mean like now you're kind of turning a new leaf Mm-hmm. going forward because you and your husband started a business, right? Yeah. I mean... Um, yep.
1: Oh, this is so sidebar. <laughs> no, <Yes>. not sidebar. <laughs> not sidebar. I mean, I just... This, got, this kind is of what we call like, the plug sector. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yes. So that is their candle. Uh, my and husband bee. and I Tell me about it. Yeah, so my husband and I are a big Parks and Rec fan. Um uh, Basically, <laughs> it started off as a woodworking business where my husband was making furniture, charcuterie, boards, serving trays. Um, then we partnered with a candle-making company and so we have two scents. One's very masculine and one's a feminine one
0: definitely masculine ron swanson's mustache, mustache is right here we're we're smelling it right now and it's it is it's scotch, a formidable scent
1: yes it's scotch and black pepper it's a fine <laughs> isle scotch and black pepper um justice is over there it's uh when the dog bites when the bee sings um it's basically a o2 when I'm my feeling favorite
2: glad it's
1: sad so because girls candles sad. What do they do when they, you know, feel sad? They light candles and take baths. <laughs> um, but no, it started off as a woodworking company and is now turned into kind of a woodworking company, home decor, stuff like that. If you're anywhere in the killdeer you know, Barrington area, there is a place called Painted tree Market Shops. And as of February 2nd, we will have a booth there Ooh. selling all kinds of heirloom quality woodworking. And, yeah. you know, I'm becoming, uh, his Joanna to his Chip games. I guess I had to paint Shiplap last night for crying out loud <laughs> Shiplap oh my god that was my drinking game I'd watch I'd watch Picture Upper and every time she said Chiplap, you yeah, had to take a drink
0: there it is get so drunk is. real quick yeah. <laughs> alright well once again thank you so much Tracy oh my god, thanks anytime. gentlemen for having us thank you to the listeners and reach out like like Tracy said um, anybody who needs a hand help uh, guiding and
1: com, Amazon Smile there
0: you go there you yeah. go Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, Tracy, for this perspective check.